0: Welcome back to the Hot Hill Girl podcast. Today we are talking with Emily Fry and she is a homeopath and I am really into homeopathy and I don't think this is something that many people know about me because for some reason I just don't share it very often on my stories. I don't know why, but I grew up using homeopathy. Like my mom's really into it. My aunt is really into it. So I am really excited about today's episode. So welcome, Emily.
1: Thank you. That's great. I, I think if it's part of your life, you don't think to share it because it's, it's like, you also don't share that you brush your teeth. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just normal. <laughs> yeah. And I grew up like really crunchy, I guess. And so when I started seeing like everybody on Instagram was sharing all this stuff, I was like, I've been doing that for years. Like I should have jumped <laughs> on this years ago. Like, <laughs> But anyway, um, so I guess tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Well. Um so I am a certified homeopath. I've been married, I'm a wife, been married for 29 years. I have nine children and I homeschool six of them. And I have three grandchildren and one on the way.
0: Wow. That's amazing. Yeah.
1: it's Exciting.
0: Um, so how did you get into homeopathy?
1: Um, so my first, well, definitely my first, but my first four kids were my Guinea pigs, you know, things and, basically tried to kill them at every turn and um I so my oldest daughter just continued to get strep she just had strep all the time and I just there had to be something better than the continual antibiotics so I started searching like I think I googled foods to help immunity and I came up with carrots so like we ate so many carrots that I yeah they were like now they won't eat them <laughs> um <laughs> And then when my fourth child was born, I asked my midwife, I said, I always get really bad afterbirth pains, like really bad. And she said, Oh, stop by Walgreens and get you some Arnica. Okay. Cause he's, he's 18 now. So it was a bit ago and and yeah, no afterbirth pains instant. And I was hooked and I took my first class when he was six months old. So I've been hooked ever since. Wow.
0: I don't, I kind of want to talk about like different remedies that you can use for different things, but I'm sure you get a lot of common ones that people ask you probably like headaches or like immune things like that. I would assume like if somebody was to have, I guess, like a homeopath first aid kit, what would you say would be in it? Oh,
1: that's, that's a good question. Uh, so Arnica, I always call Arnica, it's the lavender of homeopathy, you know, um, essential oil people are like, I burned myself. Use lavender. Mm -hmm. Lavenders for everything. (laughs) Yeah, I cut off my arm. Try lavender. You know, so um, I say the same thing about arnica. It's like it's our go-to for everything. It's for trauma, bruising, um, bleeding. It will stop bleeding in its tracks. Um, So definitely arnica. Bellis p or bellis pur is um, another one, and it's like a deeper arnica. It's like for the bruising that's deep down inside. Mm-hmm. Definitely that one. Um, that's a good question. Hold on. Well, let me think. Caught me off guard. Um, I do like Nat Salt for head injuries. Um, aconite for shock. That's mm-hmm. for even if it's emotional shock, physical shock, or even if your immune system gets a shock. You're, you know, <laughs> your kid gets sneezed in the face somebody sneezes in the face, give them aconite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause that's a shock. Um, I also give aconite to newborns. Like the moment they're born, I give it to the mom and the baby. So I figure that's shocking. I mean, they never said it, but sure. Um, let's see. I got chamomilla that's for tantrums or bleeding. It's for fevers. Chamomile is for toothaches, earaches. So
0: those are a few. Okay. Yeah. I
1: have injuries. Uh, Oh, hypericum for nerve injuries.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Like when you slam your finger in the door or.
0: Yeah, Yeah. My, my mom got a really bad, like cut to her leg a few years ago. And so I was over there just like giving her all the aconite and arnica and hypericum and it really did help.
1: Yeah. Um, my daughter a few years ago, she cut the tip of her, finger off. Mm. And on the way to the ER, I gave, well, I gave us all acne. Like I just kind of handed it around because it was very crazy. I gave her Arnica and instantly the bleeding stopped. The entire finger was the tip of it was cut off and the bleeding stopped. Wow. And then I gave her hypericum and she said, I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> and I was like, I think I'll take some of that, but it yeah. had calmed her system down so much that she was able to, to sleep. And let her body heal and process. She never needed anything for infection. We just kept treating her. The only thing she ever took for pain is what they gave her in the ER. But at Mm -hmm. home, she only used the remedies. It's quite
0: amazing. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, I just love them so much. I think another one that I love is Apis too, um, just because I have dogs and like they get bit or they get stung or whatever. So that I think that's probably one of the ones that I use the most. That's how I get... That's how
1: I convert moms is at the park. When their kids get bit by ants, I say, mm-hmm. do you mind if I give this little sugar pill and they instantly stop crying? And then they say, what was that? Yeah. And then <laughs> I'm done, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, yes. APIS is a good one too.
2: So for someone that comes up to you and says, what was that? Like, how do you explain homeopathy? Because I feel like some people might be like, they're saying a lot of words. And if they're not like as, you know, into homeopathy, like, what is it? Like, start there. Okay.
1: So uh, I always tell people homeopathy is what is the medicine that you want medicine to be. It's inexpensive. It's non-toxic with no side effects. Most of the time it works immediately. So that's like my short, Mm -hmm. because that's what we want medicine to be, right? We we want it to be safe and cheap and fast. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, But what it is, is a minimum dose. It's highly diluted and it's a minute dose when introduced into the body. It's almost like a, A roadmap. It tells the body, "This is what you need to do to heal yourself." Mm. So it's it's minimum dose. It works with the body. It won't go against it. Like I'm often asked, "Do you have anything to induce labor?" Girl, if I could induce labor naturally, you know, rich I'd be. I could charge like ten thousand dollars a pill, and they would pay Mm -hmm. it. I don't because the body works on its own, right? It can't go against. So if you take a remedy and nothing happens. That means it was the wrong remedy. That's it. Like that. There's no weird side effects. There's no vomiting or whatever. It's just, it does nothing happens.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: that's what homeopathy is.
2: And it's what? um. No, no, no. But Keep going. I would say it's
1: like cures, like so. It treats the symptoms that in the raw form you would have. So I always use the example of red onion. When you chop an onion, your eyes water, your nose runs you know, maybe you get a little red, sounds a lot like allergies. Mm-hmm. So if you take the remedy Allium sepa, which is made from red onion, it's going to treat the the runny eyes and the nose from the common allergy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I like. love that
2: example. So what, um, you said you took like the one course when your kid was six months or you're now 18 year old, what yeah. other courses are there out there for, that like are they all in person? Which courses did you take? What are accessible to a lot of other people if they want to learn more? That's a great question. Back in, back in my day, (laughs) there weren't
1: a lot of options. And so I was kind of self-taught. There was another homeschool mom who taught a class and I loved that group. And then I was kind of on my own for a long time. Um, And I would save up enough money to go to school and then I'd get pregnant again. And then I'd have to use that money to pay the midwife like a wash rinse repeat for several (laughs) babies. Um, and so, uh, when my youngest was born, I found a, and mine was via correspondence, but it was just a class and it was 500 hours of lecture plus 200 hours of clinical experience. Mm. That's what I did, but I, I teach, I teach beginners classes and I do them via zoom. Um, and then if you're experienced with homeopathy, I teach a monthly ongoing study group. And we just deep dive into topics. Like last month
0: we did spider bites and snake bites because somebody lived in the country and needed these things. I was going to say, I should have known about that because I live in the country and there's spiders and snakes everywhere.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I live in the city and I kept thinking, you guys, there's ways around that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I was actually just thinking like a month or so ago, I was like, I really should like get out my book and write down all the remedies for spiders and snakes just in case like I'm not around or my husband needs to do something so he can just <laughs> you know yeah. reference
1: my family we uh they just asked me there's yeah. never a time I'm not around <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so there's a lot of classes that you can find that are online um and there's different books Like I recommend like for a beginner who has no idea about homeopathy, the Miranda Castro complete, let me see what it's called, complete homeopathy handbook. She gives history, philosophy, and then I don't know, general remedies. Um, And then the one I really like for on the go is this one. It's by Asa Hershoff, homeopathic remedies. Mm -hmm. I have it on my phone via Kindle app so that when I'm out and about, I always have it with me.
0: Mm, That's a good idea. Yeah. Cause there's yeah. so many, so many things. And like you said, it, it's very like symptom based because right. I know one of my aunts also studied homeopathy. So if I ever ask her a question, she'll ask me like, well, what symptoms do you have? Do you have this, that, whatever? Do you respond better to like a warm drink or a cold drink? Or do you want to be cold or do you want to be hot? Do you want to be touched or not? And it's like so specific, Yeah, but it's but like narrowing it that. down.
1: Right. Well, I had a friend that was making fun of me because anytime somebody says, I don't, I have a cold. The first question I ask is what color is your snot?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And she's like, I don't know. And I'm like, and <laughs> look,
2: you know? Yeah. Because Open I that tissue. Make- come on. <laughs> yeah.
1: Come on. You just blew it. It's- yeah. So she was teasing me that I always ask color temperature. You know, if you have a sore throat, which side hurts more mm-hmm. left or right or in the middle does it go back and forth? Um, and then I've got my kids trained. So if I say, what does it feel like? They can describe it. And one of my daughters said her throat felt like she was a sword swallower who hadn't been practicing.
0: I like that description. Yeah, that's a good description. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's good though, but they're, you know, they're able to do that.
1: But most people, we're not trained to do that. You know, we, we are trained to go into the doctor and say, I have a sore throat, and then they will write you a prescription
2: mm-hmm.
1: versus it's a left-sided, it, you know, it hurts to swallow. It's kind of a bluish red color. Um, it feels like there's a stick stuck in my throat. I prefer to swallow dry and no liquids. That's a lot of, it's a lot of introspection.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. People, I think, have a hard time doing that.
2: We get so out of tune with our bodies. Let's just be real. So many 100%. people are so out of tune. Yeah. I found that one of the best things for getting sick was I felt like I had really bad digestive issues chronically for years. And I was so in tune with every little thing in my stomach. Like I could feel if something. I was like, mm, I know if something's going to come in a couple hours, so, like I'll take it easy today. Or like those, like I was crazy in tune. I just feel like that's just a lost art these days. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we're so busy. Like we don't mm-hmm. even give ourselves time, mm-hmm. you know, you're training your just... kids to be in tune. I love it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> My husband, and I both got uh, strep throat once, and I used remedies and he went to the doctor, but he told the doctor, he said, just exactly what I just described. It's left-sided. It feels like I'm swallowing past a lump. And the doctor goes, okay, here's amoxicillin. <laughs> and I took a remedy and I was better in three days and he was better in seven. And so that's actually what he, that's when he said, I'm done. This isn't working. I'll do it your way. Not that I pushed it. I figured he was an adult. He
0: could do it as, as he pleased, but um, I was like, that was nice. <laughs> it always takes something like that for husbands. Yeah. That's just the way they are.
1: <laughs> cause they're generally not very introspective. They're generally not going to pay attention to themselves cause they're focus driven. So. hmm
0: Yeah. Since my niche is hormones, I want to see if you have any like specific remedies for either like the liver or just like period cramps in general. And then I guess, Courtney, you can ask if you have, want to know any specific remedies. Oh, sure. Uh, period cramps. So
1: the, the standard, like most people will tell you magfoss.
0: Um, and that's that that one didn't work for me, but sepia (laughs) did.
1: I was going to say that one is for like the person who has, you know, mild cramps, like maybe a three um, mm-hmm. and not very often. Like I never get cramps and they kind of hurt today. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, Sepia is a good one. That's for more chronic, yeah. you know, where you every month is horrible. Cocculus is a great one for cramps. Cocculus is a great women's remedy in general. Um, and I also like chamomilla. Chamomilla is for when the waves come in, when the pain comes in waves, almost like labor pains.
0: Okay. So Yeah, I hadn't heard of the two but, the last two before. So that would have yeah. I mean my cramps aren't that bad anymore. So maybe I'm a Meg Foss now. <laughs> right. <laughs> but Probably. um yeah, back in the day when they were really bad, it was definitely sepia that helped. But
1: yeah, my daughter we tried like one time she was just curled up in a ball and we just kept that was before I was more experiment like I would just say the, the book says this, like, that's mm-hmm. it, you know? And so yeah. I would, anyway. we went through all the Mac faucets. We got all the way up to like a 200 or one M before she said, okay, I'm starting to feel better. But chamomile
0: was the one that worked best for her eventually. Mm-hmm. That would have been interesting to see if, if I would have responded to that. Cause I did have that where it would come like really bad and then it would die off for a little bit and then it would come right. back.
1: And chamomile is great in labor as well for those it's like a it's hypersensitivity. <laughs> I was like, you're making me think about labor. <laughs> yes, I mean, it's for like it's, it's so hypers. It's a hypersensitivity to pain, no matter what it is. If it's your ear pain or a toothache, and it it's like a woman who's dilated to a two, but she's screaming for the epidural. Mm-hmm. That's she's hypersensitive. It's not on par for what it should be. Um, give her chamomilla, she'll calm down and be like, "Oh, I'm fine," you know. Mm-hmm. So that's,
0: I
2: love that. Yeah, that's so why I think, you... go ahead.
0: No, 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 you're good. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> um, I was going to say, what would you say to someone that asks how safe it is during pregnancy, labor, all of that stuff? It's
1: hundred percent non-toxic. Um, you can use it during labor, nursing, pregnancy. Like I said, I gave it to my babies. Mm. I mean, we weren't, we didn't even cut the cord and they had already had aconite. And then my youngest daughter, when she was born, she sounded like she was breathing through water like mm. really gunky. And normally that would be a massive suction and taking her away over to the other side of the room. I gave her one dose of, well, I had somebody else go get it cause I was still in the pool, but one dose of Aunt tart and it was gone. Like and my first thought was, where did it go? <laughs> it wasn't like she coughed it up. It just was gone. But Aunt tarts also for a rattly cough in the chest. Or for people who have near drownings, it just pulls out excess fluid out of the lungs. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, anyway, back to the nursing. There's not a reason you can't use it. You can use it even when you're on other medication. It doesn't interfere with anything. So, yeah, it's like literally the medicine you want
0: medicine to be. Yeah, and it's so safe for Cause I see a lot of moms use it with their, like you said, their babies or their Mm -hmm. kids. And I don't have kids yet, but my pets, and that's what I just love about it. Like you don't have to worry about giving it to a little toddler or a Mm -hmm. little pet. It's just like good across the board. And like you said, if it's not the right one, then you just won't, you won't experience anything.
1: Right. I mean, I've had kids eat entire bottles of remedies. (laughs) Um, It does nothing. It's an expensive snack. Yeah that's it. It's mm-hmm. and just considered one dose. So yeah. it's one dose of whatever I had lying around. I mean, I shouldn't have had it laying around, but it's probably something that I was giving in the middle of the night and just kind of set it down and wasn't paying attention. And
2: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, so how yes. many remedies do you have in your house? Personally, I need to know. <laughs> I was say, that's
0: what is behind. Is that what's behind yeah, you? Exactly. Is all the remedies? That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: and people say what are your hobbies I'm like I like to read I play with my remedies
2: and it you know
0: yeah it makes are me they're... want to come to your house and like explore all the
2: right all you the just want to like experiment yeah yeah <laughs> and go through the book and be like oh wow you have ones for this and that and just yeah all of it. I have some crazy ones that I like
1: really want to use there's one for asthma and it's um called blotta but it's made from a cockroach and I've never had to use it, makes it sad. but I have one for tarantula and I got to use it the other day and I was very excited.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I was going to say, are there any that you wish you had that you don't have? Probably not. If you have 300 and you're like, I have all these ones I've never even used. Not
1: there all. are over 3000 remedies. So I don't have nearly, Yeah. I have a 10. Um, but in my practice, if somebody, you know, that's what, that's what I use as an excuse to further get more. I get it. Um, like I have a client who has an autoimmune condition where her body forms boils, and they're not just regular boils, but they go down deep in her skin. Um, and so I have every remedy for boil, all of them. <laughs> so that I mean, it, sometimes it's more specific towards what I have, and then other times it's like that one sounds fun. Let's, who doesn't need tarantula? Mm-hmm. I need two of them.
2: So yeah. Oh no, yeah. I get it. I was going to say we love to. I I'm not like an essential oil person but I have like 40 essential oils right that's nowhere in the grand scheme of things but for me that's like my little apothecary so I understand collecting yeah. and just loving all of the things it is and it's like I do like to just play with them
1: mm-hmm. like you have know, a label maker it makes me very happy
0: <laughs> yeah sometimes I'll just go through like when I order from my supplement dispensary or whatever I'll just look through the homeopaths and kind of like read the descriptions on them and I'm like oh That Maybe that's one I should have. I'll just add it.
1: Because in the middle of the night, that's when you need it, right? Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, Um, that's always been when I needed it with my pets. It's always when I'm by myself, my husband's out of town, or like when I lived alone, it was always in the middle of the night when the dog would get sick or something would happen. And that's, yeah, that's when I would need it.
1: Yeah, so it is wise to stock up you know, mm-hmm. I always encourage people to, I always encourage everybody to own ac- um, aconite, belladonna and chamomile. Like make sure you've got those 100%. But think about the things that happen in your family, you know, with you and your dogs when they get sick or, you know, my kids have terrible motion sickness. You can't go further than an hour. And we live in Houston. So that means we're going to the other side of Houston. And they're getting car sick. So I make sure I have a ton of those kind of remedies. And my kids are accident prone. And I'm not a good bubble wrap kind of mom. So I'd just rather have Arnica than, than bubble wrap.
2: So mm-hmm. you know, just
1: kind of think about what, what your kids
2: need. If you have allergies, buy remedies for that. That way you have them on hand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it's actually phenomenal. Cause now that I'm thinking about it, like my parents always go to me is like, what are remedies and things we can do now? And like, I am not well-versed on homeopathics. So like, that's not something that's been in my wheelhouse, but now I'm about to just buy a book. I'm not even joking after this. and like, that's what my mom had ant bites the other day and took Benadryl cause she had to. Yeah. I was like uh, my son-in-law's
1: a beekeeper. And so for my daughter's wedding gift, I made her a kit and I made sure she had apis.
2: Oh, I love that. A high
1: potency. Mm-hmm. I said, cause you're going to get stung. And the last time you had Benadryl, when you were one, it had the adverse reaction to you. So use this instead. Yeah. I don't know what Benadryl will do to you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? It's, and my parents are relatively crunchy too. So Benadryl was the last thing she wanted. She waited hours, she waited hours, she waited hours. And she's like, well, I needed Benadryl, right? And I'm like, good, good when you have it, right? Like those band-aids are great, but it would be better to have homeopathics if it's something as small as that. That means
1: she's out. That means she's out and about, That she's not just sitting, you know.
2: Mm -hmm. yeah um so i was gonna ask is there any brands you like more than others in terms of of homeopathics because especially like in the supplement realm like some are tested better than others right is that the same in homeopathics or no not really
1: to be uh considered to be sellable as a homeopathic it has to go through all these rigid standards i love you know what more so than other things i'll just leave it at that yeah um and it has to have, go through like the FDA has certain standards. And then there's like a homeopathic pharmacopa that it has to go through. So basically anything, anyone's going okay. to work. I'll have to go through the standard of testing. Um, there's Boiron, which is those blue tubes that you can get at health food stores. That's like Whole great. Foods
2: has them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't recommend ordering them off Amazon because sometimes you'll get one and it's got a different label in it and there's no way to tell you what it is. So just order just directly from the Boiron people, you know, um, Washington homeopathics and their website is uh, homeopathyworks.com. That's a great company. It's been around forever. I love the name. Yeah. <laughs> so those are, those are my favorite. Um,
0: yeah. That's right. Get mine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then you can also do for, um, this is a little more complicated, like probably for more advanced people, but you can take like the little pellet and add it to like a water in alcohol and make, basically make never ending right. homeopathy tinctures from one bottle. Right. So that's when you say like very inexpensive, it actually is really inexpensive. It actually is.
1: It's never, mm-hmm. yeah, I call it the never ending gobstopper, which you guys may not be old enough to get that.
2: Oh, we get uh, it. <laughs> Why well, don't, Emily, do you get it? You get it. No. No, you're not a you're not a Willy Wonka Charlie and the chocolate factory type of gal?
0: I watched the movie like once and I was, was scared of yeah, I was no, petrified was of the Oompa
2: loompas so you never watched it again. Gene <laughs> Kelly scared the shit out of me being <laughs> Willy Wonka. Yeah, I know he was scary as hell. Yeah. It wasn't even Willy Wonka, it was, it was the Oompa Loompas. Um, yeah. Anyway, so I called him
1: Supper. Um but yeah, so I do that on our most used remedies. Um, I put them in Amber bottles. And then, um, if we have like a, if we have an, like okay, a, when you have nine children, everybody getting sick is considered a pandemic. So yeah, we have a pandemic going on in our house. I make up like this one is for COVID, um, back in the day when we had COVID and then I just dosed everybody with that.
2: What did your kids take for COVID need to know? Uh, nothing. Well, no, I mean, for, like, homeopathy, they didn't take anything? Uh, No.
1: Um, I gave them this, which is the co- – well, it's made from the COVID virus, so it's a, called a no Um, I gave them that. They really had a very – they were easy. They didn't have a hard case of it. I was the sickest one, probably because – don't get sick very often and my 13 year old son would stand next to me with this book with the ace of book and he'd stand next to me every morning and say okay how are you feeling and I would describe um, it to him and he would and then he'd make me up a remedy bottle and set it next to me and then the next morning he'd make me another one that's <laughs> oh, so cute that's so cute and he's the one that like otherwise I probably I don't know I just would lay there I don't know
2: <laughs> <laughs> he took, yeah, he took it, it was really sweet that is yeah. that is sweet so since we never got to my niche, I'm about to circle right back to that. So what would you give someone in the case of like the runs they have? What if someone like gets a stomach bug, like traveler's diarrhea type stuff? What homeopathy would you recommend typically for that?
1: And you should ask, we, I just did a blog post on food poisoning. So, mm. um, arsenicum is the number one for food poisoning hundred percent. And then we just had a stomach bug run through. Um, not only do I have a large family, but I have a large extended family. So mm-hmm. that has them bug run through all of them. And so we did arsenicum and Veratrum that's V E R Veratrum album. And that's for diarrhea. That's mm-hmm. forcibly. Excavated. It's forcibly sent out. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are your two main ones for that. Um, but yeah, that's, those are the two I always have on me when we travel and whatnot.
2: I love that. That's a good thing. I mean, if they're small too, right? To just have on hand, keep in your, in your bag. right? Well, for the most,
1: for the common person, I try to see how many, it's like a game. How many remedies can I
0: pack without being ridiculous? Do you I never f- make it without being ridiculous. But do you fly with homeopaths? Cause I know they're more sensitive to like radiation and scanners and stuff because I've heard that you shouldn't send them through the scanner. That's what I've heard.
1: I, I haven't flown in a long time. Okay. Got too many kids I'm I get to fly anywhere. <laughs> but um my understanding is you can just hand them to this this person who's doing the scanning and explain what it is and explain that you don't want it going through the X ray and they'll usually be okay with it. Or you can put it in your checked baggage. Okay. Right? That's the one that you just yeah, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. sorry I have really haven't flown in a long time <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah we're more of a caravan kind of people that's what you have to do when you have a big family I have I don't have lots of I don't have any siblings actually but I have a large extended family so yeah <laughs> we did a lot of road trips
1: yes a lot of fun, but yeah, I like to, and they're little, like you can get bottles that are tiny. So the boron ones, they're, you know, good size, but you can get bottles that are half dram. They're little, mm-hmm. you can get yeah. a bunch like this little kit, uh, this little kit, this holds 50. Wow.
0: Yeah. That looks like my mom's, one of my mom's little kits. I know some people too, will like wrap them in aluminum foil or something like that, or put them in. Something more protective, I guess, to kind of right you block them from the Etsy
1: That are EMF blockers. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I don't worry about that. I'm pretty laid back, so yeah. I mean, it's, I've had a little kit in my purse with my phone forever, and it still works. So
0: I know it's hard. It's really hard. To, yeah, I used to wrap to it, it in foil, conscious. and I just I got a lot of work. So,
1: <laughs> but yeah, traveling with them is easy. Um, The last time I traveled, I did just. The last time I flew, I just took them out and handed them to the person and said. Except then we flew international, so after that I just started putting them in the because it's trying to do a language thing and.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good to hear from somebody that's a homeopath that you don't have to worry about that too much
1: because
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know some I, people that are really anal about it.
1: Right, and I think that comes from you know these were developed in the 1840s. Mm-hmm electricity wasn't <laughs> Wi-Fi. We didn't have that. And they have yeah. not, I don't think they've ever been tested against it. We just, as homeopaths, we said that because this is kind of a frequency thing, we're a frequency beings. Um, I, I think that'll probably not interfere, but there's never been any testing. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a laid back person. So I'm like, it's fine.
0: That's don't proven. Yeah. It otherwise
1: it's fine. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> we like to be laid back around here yeah um so
2: I was go gonna ahead. ask so what you said you have like a course for people who want to get into homeopathy and you also take on clients what do you typically take on clients with is it all over the board do you have a niche tell us about that it
1: is all over the board
2: <laughs> I keep telling my husband I think I'm gonna specialize
1: and he'll he advises me he says don't do it because I'll get a client for you know um ulcerative colitis. And I go, oh, guess I better go study ulcerative colitis. You know, um, get a client with like that skin condition. Or I did get just a couple weeks ago one with prostate cancer. So it is all over the board. <laughs> but personally I know more about women's health, pregnancy, newborns, mainly because that's just what I lived for such a long time. But mm-hmm. I mean I'll yeah. take anybody. <laughs>
0: I think that's good though, because I know in a lot of like in our space, everyone tells you to niche down, but I feel like homeopathy can be a little, it can definitely be a little more broad because especially if you know, you have all the references and you, you know what to ask and what to look for, you can come to the conclusion of what they're going to need.
1: I keep thinking it would make my life easier. But I don't know how I would tell somebody, no, you know, if somebody most people don't come to homeopathy. Most people crawl to homeopathy. This Mm -hmm. is their last resort. They've tried it all. Nothing's helping. Um, and I don't know how I would tell somebody, Oh, I'm sorry. I only do pregnancy. Yeah. But good Mm -hmm. luck with your skin condition. You know, I just, (laughs) if I can help somebody, I'm going to try to help them.
0: Exactly. And I don't think homeopathy is quite as common. So there's not as many, you know, as many of you, Whereas like in our space, we have like, oh, we can refer you to this person that does skin conditions or can refer you to this person for gut health, whatever.
1: Yeah. And I'm not really good at networking, so I could probably find them, but I'm not really good at that. Yeah. Man, I'm busy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It sounds, sounds like it. So what do
2: you think about those like homeopathy kits, right? Like Desbio sells them and a couple other companies, like would you... Are you more of a proponent for like individualizing to like your specific things with like all of the knowledge you have, or do you love the kits? Or you know, if you can afford them,
1: get them, hundred percent. Um, you'll never, you'll be surprised once you have them how often you use them. Even if you think I'm never going to use, you know, it probably doesn't have tarantula, but um, like I'm never going to use zinc. You know, that's one in a kit that I one time had, and I thought I'm never going to use it but it's number one for, it's not number one, but it's great for sunburns and it's number one for diaper rash. How nice is that to have on hand? <laughs> so yeah, if you can afford the kits, get it. But also as you're going through, just think about what things that I would need. You know, it's generally the, man, when we had that stomach bug, I sure wish I'd had that arsenicum. <laughs> it's after the fact that you remember you could have used it, but
2: yeah. hmm how do you feel for those for protocols, like for someone who is struggling with like mold or something like that? Like Desbio has a lot of like SSR kits that are just like, take these, it's a three month separate protocol. Um, I don't know, like for mold. They have them for a lot of different things. They have them for Lyme, oh, okay. mold, virus, all the things. Yeah, that's what I was Yeah, I think that's, It's
0: like specific.
2: Yeah.
1: I think that's great. Um, And I'm not like, I'm totally kind of a maverick and i i think you can absolutely treat yourself for these harder things but there is some thing to be said about hiring a professional that because sometimes it's like a dance um so for example warts uh so if you have a wart you start off with one remedy and then as you get to realizing okay this isn't working we need to treat we need to treat something that's a little bit deeper so then you switch to this remedy, and then you're okay. Now this one's worn off, so we're going to go over to here, and it's like a dance. You're just kind of playing with it a little bit. Um, the treatment for you having warts may be one thing, but you know Emily may have some deep seated trauma or some deep seated grief that's affecting it in another. So it is kind of this Texas two step. It's one you know a little bit here and a little bit there to figure it out. So if you get stuck go with a professional but I'm all for treating yourself and doing that yeah
0: yeah my aunt that is really into homeopathy she says that often about like you know like at Walgreens you can buy those like cold calm and it's just like a blend of all these different things and she is always like no don't get the blend because it's it comes back to that specifics again like you were just talking about like one person might have one symptom and the other person has another symptom and it's just those like tiny minute doses in that blend and you might not need all the other ones. So that's where it's better to just, you know, go off of what you need.
1: Right. If you, if you're brand new, grab the cold calm, much better than Sudafed. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But then read the, uh, what I recommend is to read the ingredients and then read about those ingredients. Yeah. Which one of those is the one that actually helped you? Mm-hmm. The next time you just get that specific one.
0: Yeah.
1: So yeah, but I've used cold call. <laughs> Tell you, I'm not a great nighttime parent. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a good morning parent, but nighttime. No. So if kids come to me sick at nighttime, I'm nine times out of 10, handing them a combination here, this, this should work. Please
0: stop <laughs> waking me up. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: so yeah, they, they have their place. To mm-hmm. Yeah. I've definitely, I mean, obviously recommended them to people who have no idea what homeopathy is and they can look at it and it looks like medicine. So they're like, okay. Right. And it doesn't hurt them, So yeah. mm-hmm. give it a shot. Yeah. yeah. You talked about, I think an asthma remedy earlier. My husband used to have asthma when he was little. What do you recommend for like allergies and sinus issues? Cause I know so many people that always have flare-ups of, like, asthma and sinus problems, ear problems.
1: Right. So asthma, just on the surface, that would, I would just go with Allium sepa, the red onion that I was using, talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, That's kind of like the seasonal allergy type thing. But with homeopathy, if you use it consistently enough, then the next season it'll be lighter, and then the next season it'll be lighter, and then after that you won't have it anymore. Cause it had uprooted the cause of it. So like with totally changing, but I'll come back. The, like a UTI, if mm-hmm. you use Cantharis for a UTI, the next time you have a bladder infection, you use it. It'll be like, yeah, I had it. And it was, I was uncomfortable for a day. And then the next time, yeah, I had it. I was uncomfortable for three hours. Then I never had it again versus the, the cycle of the antibiotics. Okay. Back to allergies. Allium seepa is a good one. Um also histaminium, which you have to kind of hunt for. I think they do carry it at Whole Foods. It's a green bottle. Okay. Um that's a great one for allergic reactions, like to shellfish or you know, like the roof of your mouth starting to itch. is a good one for that. So there you go. that
0: sounds like that'll be a good one just to have on hand in case you Become allergic to something that you didn't know you were right. allergic to. And apis is a good one for anaphylactic shock. So
1: those two together are great to take, you know, because it's one of those things that I took, I ate this. I didn't realize, but now my mouth is itchy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, don't eat it anymore. I take apis.
2: <laughs> yeah. So speaking of how you said, like it uproots the root, the cause of whatever is, you know, causing some sort of reaction, the UTI, for example, how does it do that? I don't know. (laughs) Um, It,
1: it, yeah, it corrects the imbalance or whatever it is. Um, It creates a inhospitable environment for that bacteria. So it doesn't live there anymore. Mm. So, yeah, that's, that's the beauty of homeopathy back to the medicine that you want it medicine to be, it doesn't create where you're constantly taking it. It is a limited thing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, even that with my clients, that's my goal is to get through. Where I never see them again.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Not We're not an ongoing family plan. So, you know, the plan is three or four appointments and then we're done. So, but that's, that's what homeopathy does. It cures as opposed to band-aids or covers that
0: I kind of relate it to um I think that's kind of how vaccines were like originally designed you know it was just this very small amount supposed to be just this very small amount of like the flu virus or whatever and not all this other stuff but um I think that's how To me, that's how homeopathy works is like how vaccines were traditionally designed to work.
1: Right. Like it's the same principle,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: but light years apart in application. Yeah. Right. Yeah. With homeopathy, it's diluted like um, 30 to 100 times. Uh, Mm -hmm. I don't know how to say the the ratio. It's one drop to 99 drops. Then you shake that and you take one drop out of that and one drop to 99 drops. And you continue that 30 times. So it is so dilute You can only find it with a nano microscope. It's tiny. Yeah. So compared to these massive doses in a vaccine. Yeah. um, Plus the delivery is different. You know, we introduce it orally Mm -hmm. versus intramuscular. Yeah. So I've even put it in a spray bottle and sprayed it in the face of a tantruming child.
0: I've seen people do that before.
1: I mean, or, it's without their consent, but mm-hmm. it's it works, better uh, than putting it in my mouth.
0: <laughs> yeah, it works. I've done that with the, with the liquid drops on my dogs. I'll just drop it on their nose or right. whatever. If I can't get them to open the mouth enough, right. just drop um, it right My on
1: sister-in-law it. treated her cat for a UTI. And she put the remedy in a water bottle next to her regular water. Mm -hmm. And the cat, for three days, drank only the remedy water. And then after that, went back to her regular water and never touched the remedy water again. Oh, interesting. So cool.
0: I know animals are so intuitive.
1: Yes. And you can use it on, you can use homeopathy on plants as well. I know nothing about that.
0: I love plants. So maybe I will have to look into that.
1: But you can. And then that, disprove like using out animals, plants, newborns disproves the whole it's a placebo mm-hmm. idea because they don't know what you're doing. Yeah. So but when people ask me, well isn't it just a placebo? I go, I
2: don't care. If it works, it works.
1: Placebos right? are real, right? Yeah. Like
2: I it doesn't matter what it is if it helps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean,
1: it's not voodoo. You don't have to believe in it for it to work. It's not from the occult. It's not witchcraft. Although I do get teased about, you know, it's my voodoo or it's my witchcraft. Um, (laughs) But I always tell people I only use local free range children in my spells. It's
0: fine. It's fine. But it's It's not
1: witchcraft.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have one more, I guess, specific thing that I want to ask. So we do a lot of like emotional work and stuff like that. Um, do you, I'm sure you do, you just mentioned tantrums, but do you use homeopathy on like fear or anxiety, um, depression, worry, those kinds of things. hundred percent. Like I took rescue remedy before
1: we got on. Cause I was nervous. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I use rescue remedy a lot. Um, mm-hmm definitely for depression. I mean, you guys know that's, that's oftentimes more of a hormonal issue. So you balance those and that balances that out grief. I do a lot of grief, uh, treatment. Mm -hmm. Um, I myself have had four miscarriages and I used homeopathy to deal with the emotions of all of that, but even like old griefs, um, you know, it's not uncommon for me to deal with a client and I'll say, have you had any griefs in your past? Oh sure, I mean you know my mom died when I was in high school, and my grandfather, and then I had a brother die, and it, they just say it's so nonchalant, and you know, <laughs> you know that's deep, right? So that just definitely leads towards which remedy I'm going with this way or that way. But yeah, Ignatia is great for grief, and then Nat Mur, Natrum Muriaticum, is great for old grief that's deep. So yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I, I treat a lot of emotions, like even nerves about tests, you know, Hey, I homeschool. So we don't really do a lot of tests, but once they reach 18, they have to do the whole college thing. And so then definitely they get remedies for that. So
0: mm-hmm. yeah, I think I might start adding homeopathy into my arsenal of emotional treatment over here.
1: hundred <laughs> percent. It's I mean, and everybody always worries, like the old grief, they say, I don't want to feel it. There's a reason that I shoved it so far down, mm-hmm. but it's not like that with homeopathy. It doesn't, it doesn't get rid of it. It doesn't mask it. It doesn't, and it doesn't bring it up so that you're just a sobbing mess. Mm-hmm. It just allow
0: it's very gentle and it just allows you to process it very gently. Yeah. And I think that's what people want. Cause I know people tell me, and I'm sure Courtney, the same thing all the time that exactly what you just said. They don't want to, they don't want to think about it anymore <laughs> if they don't want right. to bring it up anymore.
1: Right. There was, um, so the four miscarriages I had, I had babies after mm-hmm. those and the next pregnancy was always so hard, especially until I could feel the baby. It was just, oh, it was just awful. And I, but my brain would just swirl with these fears and Ignatia would help me the fears were still there, but I was no longer consumed by them. It calmed me down enough that I could pray about it, whereas I, like, I couldn't even pray about it before. I was just too worked up. Mm-hmm. Just calm everything down so that I could pray and relax, and you know, not worry so much. I
2: love
1: that. Yeah, love that. Yeah, yeah I, I am, <laughs> I am truly deeply get madly in love with homeopathy. Like, um, I asked him like, what are we talking? I could talk about it all day long (laughs) my core family. They're kind of tired of listening to me.
0: So it's always nice to have fresh. I mean, I'm in (laughs) Texas. I'll, I'll drive up and listen to you (laughs) for listen to you talk about homeopathy.
1: Yeah. I just love it. yeah, my, my children were quizzing me the other day, kind of a little bit like this, but it was a little bit more cheeky. What do you do for an ingrained toenail? well, what would you do for this? And I was popping it off and
0: they're like, forget it. You win." And and they were done. I was having yeah. fun. So. I know you're like, we're done. We're done. <laughs> okay. So
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. That's, that's great. Um, well now I'm ready to definitely expand my homeopathy collection even more. I'm going to go buy the books that you mentioned. Cause I have, I think I have a couple of them, but they're actually mostly for animals, (laughs) like the emergency ones for animals, but it's very
1: similar. But it's the same. Yeah, Yeah. it's the same. Mm -hmm. There's a a dairy farmer in Ireland or Scotland. I'm not sure, but he's got the cutest accent, right? But he has like assigned personalities to his cows. They have those personalities, but he has learned the personalities of his cows. Mm -hmm. And he'll be like, that's Dottie. And she doesn't like to get her hooves dirty. So of course Mm -hmm. she's a, you know, chamomilla. And it's just,
0: He's so cute. (laughs) That's adorable. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, I bought, after listening to you guys' podcast, I bought the Book of Lymph
0: on your recommendation. Oh, yeah. I have that one right there, too. We love that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, So, yeah, definitely buy remedies. What my husband and I did is we just set aside a budget limit every month. um, And then I was able to purchase X amount of remedies per month.
0: Yeah. And they're only like, they're only six or $7 at like sprouts or whatever. And they're on like both Courtney and I have a full script dispensary. They're on there, the Boyron ones. And so we do the discount on there. You can get them there. Yeah. And you get so many pellets in a little tube. So. Mm
1: -hmm. Right. Right. It doesn't matter the size of the pellet. If it's the bigger ones like Boron or the smaller ones like Washington Mm -hmm. three pellets is a dose, whether it's big or little.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So even if you just spent like $50 a month on building your homeopathy stash, you could get quite a few pretty quickly. Right. And I have one more
2: question now that we're talking about building a stash, do they expire? Uh No. Love that. I have the one that's like for the flu, like the auxilium or whatever the heck it's called. I've Mm -hmm. had that forever. And I'm like, I wonder if it's nope. <laughs> And then the packaging on that says to
1: take an entire bottle every day. You don't know, You really don't have to.
0: Three or four pellets is good. Oh.
1: So That's actually one, good like to I know because that would years. make it much
0: cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. that that stuff really does work. Like I will send people to Walgreens to buy that. Yeah. When so
2: when they get it, <laughs> yeah. i kept it forever
0: because and- I'm like. Gotta, in case anyone gets the flu, you're
2: like, we Yeah. But if you're really worried about the flu, uh, you
1: can take that once a week during flu season to mm-hmm. help prevent it. I mean, I'm not too worried. Like, I don't do that because that seems more work. But if you're one who's really worried about the flu, you can take that oscillo to
0: prevent it. Yeah. I think, yeah, we rarely get the flu around here. So I just have we it on have hand. Been... And even if I get just a cold, I'll just take, take it for a couple days, and or even yeah. one day usually. And it kicks my cold.
1: I was going to tell you, I use these little drawers that I got at Lowe's.
0: They're little tool, like for nails. Say, they things. look like the tool <laughs> toolbox.
1: And then every drawer has one remedy and it doesn't matter how many potencies I have, that's like the Arnica drawer has however many potencies of that I have. And potency is, so they, I've talked about a 30 C. They go down further, like a 12C or a 3C, or they go up higher to like a 200, and they react differently in the body. So tox is made from poison ivy, and in the lower potencies, it's great for when you get exposed to poison ivy or you have it, or even chicken pox or shingles, but if you get up higher, it's like in a 30C, it's good for arthritis, but a 200, it's really good for mental things. And emotional things. Yeah. So it just kind of depends. People want to say, well, 200 better and stronger. So I'm going to take it. That's not how it works. Mm-hmm.
0: So I recommend everybody just start with 30s. Anyway. I've heard um, people say too, like, if you are taking like the 30C and it doesn't work, then you go up or down or to a different it's dose.
1: worked for a little bit. Mm-hmm and then stopped working
0: yeah that's that's what i meant to say okay
1: yeah and then for a chronic case i start way low because i don't want to cause an aggravation or anything so we always start really low and go really gently and then just move up as needed okay Yeah. yeah
2: good tips
0: yeah I'm excited to edit this one and just re-listen to every everything again. <laughs> Keep your notes on the side. I know, I'm like writing everything down. I go yeah. place my homeopathy order, my book order, all the things.
1: Just don't tell your husband that Emily said. That's what I always tell people. Don't say Emily said I should do dot 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 because then he won't let you play with me anymore. <laughs> say I heard it somewhere.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, way, my, fine. my husband's so used to all my weird things by now. He just like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Mine too. Mine too. Yeah. Yeah. He, he even asks me for them sometimes. So that's how, you know, they work. Cause he's very skeptical about a lot of things.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, it just takes time. You just, when we, when you shift the paradigm, right. You go from especially if that's all they've ever known.
2: Mm-hmm. And now
1: you're saying, I know you took a Tylenol before, but take this little sugar pellet. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're messing with them, right? It just mm-hmm. takes time. And you, But you have to prove yourself. Like you just have to prove it until you, he sees it. And so it can get frustrating. When you're like, I don't want to prove myself. I believe it. You should believe me sort of thing. But you're asking him to completely ditch what his mama taught him which is
0: not nice Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's hard um what do you recommend for something like headaches or something that somebody would take a Tylenol for or like ibuprofen headaches are hard um
1: because they're Mm multi-layered you know
0: um
1: like why is your head hurting
0: is it hormonal
1: that's you need to be drink bell- more water.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was right. gonna say, that's yeah, because not- like me, if I get a headache, it's because I'm dehydrated or right. it's right before my period or my blood sugar's low. Like that's the three reasons why I all get a headache.
1: So obviously drink more water. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No remedy needed.
0: <laughs> but if it's do it, it don't doesn't always be- fix it.
1: That's $80. No, just kidding. Um uh if it's like hormonal, then it's uh belladonna. Okay. Um I like to call Belladonna the drama queen. Not that the person is the drama queen, but the remedy is the drama queen. <laughs> um, it's bright red. I think of her like a southern bell. Bright red comes into the places, just blows it all up. Um, but if it's like for dehydration, nap mirror. Um, if you've been out in the sun, there's gloninium. There's a remedy for a headache that you get on a day of rest. It's for people who work really hard and then on Saturday are going to rest and they get a headache every Saturday. That is my husband. That is
0: 100% him. He will wake up with a headache even though he slept for hours. Yeah. And that so, one's
1: Iris Worst color.
0: I was going to say that's his body telling him he needs to rest more, but. Yeah, I mean, you tell him. Well,
1: it's funny because a lot of wives this it's like a lot of husbands because they work really hard all week and then they get a headache and a lot of wives don't believe him. And they think you're just saying that. So you don't have to do the honeydew list. And many marriages have been saved by Iris Versicolor.
0: <laughs> I'm about to go order that one in bulk.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, Iris is Versicolor is a great one just for like your general headaches, mm-hmm. but like if you have a caffeine headache, that's chamomilla. Um. So yeah, it, it's Individualized.
0: Okay, Well,
1: I'm definitely it's my order only the criticism iris of homeopathy one. is the individualization. It would
0: be nice just to pop a Tylenol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so people don't have to answer the questions. But yeah, I feel that you can, you know, especially if you have like one of the books for reference, it's pretty easy to to pinpoint it if people are really willing to.
1: Right. You know, like try. This, this, the Asa Hirschhoff book. Mm-hmm. It has it has it alphabetically. And then it like the ailment and then it has like the top five or six remedies.
0: Yeah. And does it show like the symptoms under the remedies or something like that? Yeah. um,
1: Yeah. And it's like their bullet points. So Mm -hmm. it's not huge. It's not in depth, but it's, it's really nice for just a grab and go sort of, how am I going to fix this right now? Sort of book.
0: Yeah. And I feel like if somebody, you know, is like really not even committed, but just wanting to use homeopathy, they'll be willing to do that.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But anything bigger, you know, like this chronic things, I I really do recommend reaching out to a homeopath
0: Mm -hmm. just to help you with, with the dance to get through it. Yeah. All right. Well, this was so fun. I feel like we could do five more episodes, (laughs) honestly. Um, Tell everyone where they can find you, social media, website, um, and then like obviously the classes and stuff that you offer. And we'll also leave all of that stuff linked down below. So people can find you there. All right. Thank you. So my
1: website is uh, Emily Fry homeopathy.com. Um, Cause I'm hyper creative. And then uh, my Instagram is the same. Emily Fry homeopathy.com. Okay. Uh, my classes, so I'm starting another beginner's class in September and it will be um, Monday nights via zoom for four weeks. So if you wanted to sign up for that, you can either do that via my website or just email me. We can go from there. And then if you're, you know, halfway knowledgeable about homeopathy, you could join my study group and that's the second Tuesday of every month. Okay. And that's, um, that's a paid subscription. It's $15 a month, but you get the class, the recording, and then the
0: notes and the notes are, I mean, I write them,
1: but I'm going to say they're pretty
0: nice. So Yeah, especially, um, I mean, you said you just talked about the spiders and the snakes. so
1: We did spiders, do we've done um, coughs, headaches,
0: hay fever. We did a whole deep dive on
1: flu season. Um, we've done sports first aid, Oh,
0: interesting. my boys do football. So I was like,
1: this one I need right now. So you guys get to come
0: with me. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of parents would be, <laughs> that would be good for a lot of parents. So, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, and those, again, you can find that on my website or just contact me.
0: Okay. Perfect. Well, this was so much fun. Thank you so much for coming yeah. on and chatting. Yeah. This is exciting. All, all right. right. Well, everyone, please make sure you go check out Emily if you want to learn more about homeopathy. And if you don't after this episode, I don't know what's going on, but uh, I know I definitely do. And I already know a lot about it. So <laughs> um Appreciate thank that. you again so much for being on here yep it's my friend my pleasure thank you all right we will catch you guys in the next episode